0: Welcome to another episode of the Jupiter Farms Residence Podcast. I'm Matt, your Jupiter Farms Residence President. Um, This month is a very special month, not because I'm sitting next to my other board member and friend, Jillian, but I'm here with Sandra Wakefield and Catherine Fleming, who are... How do I phrase this? I don't want to say... Long-time, long-time residents, um, friends of Jupiter Farms. These
1: long-time. two ladies
0: have an institutional memory of, of what's been going on out here, and they've, they've been playing the long game. So welcome, ladies. Thank you very much for joining us. You're welcome. Thank, thank, thank you. you for having us. So I guess to start out with, how, what brought you to the farms? How did you find the farms, and when did you find it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Catherine. Uh, in 1962, we were living in Boynton, and we had four little children, and not enough room for them to get out. They were very active, <laughs> so we saw some information on the farms, so we proceeded to come to the sales office, and a man named Tony Silva showed us around and showed us a plat of what the farms would eventually look like.
0: So even before this, how, getting here from Boynton, you didn't have the 95. Was it?
2: The usual highways. Okay, know, the ter- turnpike
0: at that time was was, was built. Mm, so you-
2: didn't use the turnpike either.
0: So it was, it was local roads. So it was probably a it little was. bit of a haul yeah. from Boynton at that yeah. time.
2: The board that he showed us of what the farms were supposed to look like, we had access to the ocean. We had, <laughs> there were clubhouses. Um, there was a golf course. There were all kinds of. Activities.
0: So, 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 were they selling it to you like it was a planned community? It, yep. And Just
2: like that, and an acre and a quarter was nine hundred and ninety-five dollars. Wow! Which wow. made it about seven hundred and some odd dollars an acre. So we we jumped in and bought two and a half acres.
0: Wow, yeah. for yeah. about fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars. Uh, nine.
2: Uh, well, yeah, yeah, the you, total. You two, yeah, wow. it'd be about two thousand or something.
0: That's that's so. Um, it's amazing. Did you complain that you didn't have the ocean access?
2: Absolutely not. <laughs> Never expected it. Didn't want it.
0: That's hilarious. So um, yes, indeed. And so, where was this office up on Jupiter uh, in Indian uh, It was or? at
2: the uh, top of uh, Indian Town Road and Haney Lane.
0: And, and this was in what year, Catherine?
2: That was in 62, 1962,
0: 1962. So you bought, and then did, how long did it take till you built?
2: Within the next year, we had to, and there were no roads in, so we had to mm-hmm. come through the woods to get to our house. And so did the people who were building our house. They had to come through the roads. There was no electricity, no water. And uh, they just come through the woods and zip down, well, Haney Lane, was in to a point but they didn't use handy lane they tried to come in randolph siding which came down they had to get off randolph siding go through the woods take a turn here turn there
0: oh my God! and uh, ended up, up right you. in our front yard um mm-hmm. and, and so you had no neighbors did you
2: no. no our nearest neighbors were the strodes and they were pioneers and the markles they had old farms on randolph siding
0: so it wasn't well, like you would see them every day it, wow mm-hmm. and and what about you Sandra?
3: Well, I came out here with a friend because somebody told us about the farms and I remember going down Jupiter Farms Road and the puddles were as big as this table.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what year was that?
3: Uh, around 72. One. And I had horses at the time, so we lived on Panic Point in Jupiter. And I talked my husband into coming out here and looking at the property, which he did, and we bought 4 acres. And I think it was two and a half was in one parcel and then an acre and a quarter in another parcel and we paid 14,000 for it. Wow. It's
1: um, well, a yeah. big jump in 10 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: That's... We built the house on two and a half acres and then we got divorced and I sold the acre and a quarter to my son. So his daughter lives there now. So we have family. At one time, the whole road, 165th to Haney, from 115th to Haney was all family.
0: Wow, that's great. And how many, how many are out here now? Just you, you and
3: uh, My granddaughter lives next door to me.
0: How do you feel about Jupiter Farms today versus Jupiter Farms when you moved here? Now, obviously, there have been changes. There have been changes all over the state, all over the country. And I know that there are groups out here that have done as good as they can do to try and preserve. But, you know, the urban sprawl is what the urban sprawl is. What, what do you think of it today? I mean, obviously, you've stayed.
3: I like the quiet. I like seeing the sunset. I like hanging my um, wind chimes. Your wind out, chimes, right. <laughs> yes, it's
1: all about the wind chimes. <laughs> all about the wind chimes. I'd like to hear what Catherine, what you think of the difference. Cause that's, you- I never fail to be shocked
2: at the mm-hmm. difference.
1: But, you know,
2: I like it. I, and I like the people who built out here. It just it takes a certain kind of person. When somebody tells me they live in the farms, I know right away. That they're independent, like Sandra, she likes the openness and the quietness. So I like those people. And uh, when a person says, "Oh, I want paved roads, I want this, I want that, I want street lights." I know this is not the place for them.
0: Right, and, yeah. they, and nor should you know. I mean, it's kind of like caveat emptor. You should let the buyer beware. This you know true. what you're buying into. Yeah. And if you bought on a paved road <laughs> with no lights and no city water and no sewer, you probably should get used to it because that's not changing anytime <laughs> indeed. soon. Indeed, indeed. Let Let's go back 1970s, 1980s. You didn't have Publix out here. You had the, the ranch. Starting mm-hmm. when? When? When did? When did? Well, uh, the ranch, ranch
2: started ranch? in uh, 1970.
0: 1970. Yeah, so, actually.
2: Yeah, I think they incorporated. So, like what 65. was it like when
0: Bert came to town? And, and it,
2: it it was
0: um, interesting. I'll bet. Yeah, he he usually yeah.
2: bought brought someone with him, uh, some of his friends with him, right? And um, yeah, because we had, you know, my husband managed the ranch for like thirty years. Right, that and, had to
0: have been an yeah. interesting. Oh, daily. it was,
2: it was, and and the people he brought with him were just so kind and so nice, and and we did we met a lot of. A lot of famous,
0: any, famous. Any, yeah. any great stories, Catherine? Yes, <laughs> indeed, she would have them. Yes, a- a- indeed. Any that you can share with
2: us? Mm, I, I, the ones I remember were just happy times. Oh, yeah, yeah, happy times. And Bert was so happy to have that place of peace, you know, and he was surrounded by his family. Right. And uh, we lived right across the street, and uh, it was just—it was just good to see him enjoy his his peace there. It and was, and I
0: mean, there was a lot of activity at that farm. It was kind of like oh, it was a hub busy. of oh, it of, was of yeah farms. It was. Can you describe anything about like what that was like
2: between the general store? You know, he always had people in the general store, right. and as the ranch developed, you know, he had the feed store, which everybody still enjoys right. as town and country feed. Yeah. And there was just, um, uh, there was a pizza it, parlor
0: too, wasn't there? Yep.
2: Had pizza parlor. We had a, the doctor's office, we had a dentist's office and we had our real estate office.
0: So that was really it out here in terms of commercial. I mean, there were nurseries, but there really were nurseries. For, if you wanted to go out to dinner and you weren't going into town, you were going to the pizza place.
2: It's <laughs> true. Yeah. 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 And, uh, Yeah. That the fellow that ran that was just a very nice, nice man, and and uh, he was a uh, popular with the area. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, but besides that, you did have the um, nudist colony just out west mm-hmm. of here. Tell us they, what that
0: was like. When you used to go there, Catherine.
2: <laughs> well, I didn't used to go there, but but mm-hmm. but uh, no, but mm-hmm. that was a favorite place for the horsemen of the area to go to. Oh,
0: uh, because and, they were riding up a little higher and they could see. Well, over they, the fence. A they tall
2: horse. See, they could see over the fence. Yeah. Oh. And, and, horse. and yeah, yeah but really, that's, that's where they went <laughs> and. Uh, A certain man lost his wallet there one time and (laughs) had to go back and find the thing. How long did that take? (laughs) We knew all about that, yeah.
0: That just kind of cropped up out of nowhere, just here at Jupiter Farms' nudist colony?
2: Uh, No, it was here for a long time. And I think probably it began in the 60s, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And how much were memberships?
2: Oh, I have no, no idea. I'm just, I'm just,
0: I no I'm just trying, trying to trick her to see. into I'm just <laughs>
1: membership.
2: But they, they were great people. Were Those they? people out there, they were wonderful people. And they had their own little general store and we could go buy bread and milk. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And, and did you do that often?
1: <laughs>
2: I, I, never did that. Fresh bread <laughs> is
1: very important. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah.
2: But they were, they were great people. And, and, um, they were a service to the neighborhood too. They, they joined in some of the activities.
0: That's great. What kind of activities were going on out, uh, out here back then?
2: Well, the, that, the particular activity I'm, I'm thinking of is when we had fires and such. They would come out, and uh, they'd fight
0: the fires. Right, because w- I don't know when the fire station on Jupiter Farms Road would have been built.
2: It was in the late 70s.
0: Okay, so before that, it was... Nude firemen. It was nude firemen for coming from the... <laughs> <laughs>
2: when those people got on their on, on their pickup trucks... And came with their implements, their hose and uh-huh. you know the, we see all shovels in. and such. Yeah. There they came, and it was a beautiful sight to see. <laughs> they they I, were I, they were great. I'd
1: yeah. like to know how long Sandra was a membership. Yeah, how long was, how your, was membership your membership, in, membership?
0: In, the, in the in the nudist colony?
1: Um, geez, I don't remember.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you want to know? I... <laughs> she's just
0: kidding that's funny so um so you had you had bert's place which like i said was the hub any kind of other activities out here were there were there parties were there you know how yes oh yes oh yes oh yes
3: yes. we had parties
1: what do you remember sandra of the parties what did you and your family do to get together with the neighbors what were your favorite just horseback riding yeah yeah. Which must have been incredible
0: out here. Yes, there. it
3: was, because it was dirt roads. You could go down. You could go across the piece of property.
0: And and what, what strikes me is, back then, you had to know where you were going. You didn't have GPS.
3: But a horse has GPS. Oh, does it? Oh, yes.
0: They'll take you home?
3: I got lost in Penn Park. Oh, crap. <laughs> 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 yes, you do get lost in Penn Park. Well, I used to keep my horse on Center Street when I first got here. And I went riding through Penn Park, and I didn't know how to get back home, so I just let the horse find her way. Take you
0: home. She knew where her and food was.
3: Home. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Talk to us about the names of the roads. I mean, other than the numbered roads. We have, you know, Mellon.
3: Like I say, Mellon, my father named. He had a house on the corner of 165th and Mellon. Mellon is my maiden name.
0: Ah.
3: Oh. And he named that. And he was the last one to be able to name a road out here.
0: And then they, they, the county said no more.
3: No more. Mm. But he knew uh, John Sansbury, who was a commissioner, I believe. Right. In
0: so he pulled some strings together. Yeah, he did. The reason we got in contact with you because there was a post on Facebook that was about Alexander Run. Do you know the truth? Because you know sometimes these a things, dog they, running. It was a dog running. Oh, I don't know, uh, but
2: that's what I read. Too. I never saw a dog on Sandy <laughs> Run on, on Alexander Run. R- no,
0: so it might uh, be I legend. Don't know anything about it might that. be lore. Um, I don't know. Any of the other, I mean, Russell Haney, obviously, was, was Haney Lane. Right, Haney Lane. And he had, um, was, was it real estate or nursery? Um, nursery. It was a nursery on the corner. I know some of the orange trees are still on the property, given some fruit, which is amazing. What other names do we have that we, Randolph siding, siding was because the railroad. of the, the railroad siding that, mm-hmm. that used to be on it. We well, were supposed to have Patty Morozik here, whose Patricia Lane was named after her.
1: Yeah, her mom and dad. So they pulled some after, strings for yeah. to get
0: to get that name.
1: Yeah, and am I mistaken? Thunder Road was that a horse?
2: No, that was like named after Thunder Road, like in the like, movies.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Or
1: Bruce Springsteen, right?
0: Yeah, I think not.
1: No, <laughs> probably, probably not Bruce Springsteen. Earlier, earlier than that,
0: yeah, a <laughs> l- l- little bit earlier than that. Did any of you get to watch anything going on at the studio on Bert's oh, property? Yeah. Yeah,
2: we we, we were, were in it. Yeah, we were in it, and we they. Invited us in, whoever mm-hmm. was doing anything invited us in and
0: Were you we were ever the extras on the
2: Almond brothers and Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I like how you just this is Coso Cavalier. Yeah, they yeah, was, were still the Almond yeah. Brothers there. It was yeah. just like an everyday well, occurrence. Yeah,
3: we, in the movie, my daughter and I were supposed to be newspaper reporters. I worked for newspapers for twenty years, thirty years, but our part was cut. <laughs>
2: <It's>
0: <laughs> you ended up fair. on the cutting room floor. Yeah.
3: But you got to film it. So that was Yeah. Fun. Well yeah. it was fun.
0: Any particular celebrities that you remember that came and visited? I mean, I know Bert was friends with Dom DeLuise. I don't know if he was out here at all or Charles Nelson Riley. I have Riley. a picture with
3: him, and I have a picture with, and I forget his name.
0: Um, now, in- when it comes to the the area, were you involved with any of the groups out here? Jupiter Farm, I think it was rural residents at one time. Mm-hmm. It might have been uh, other names. What, what, when you were involved, what were the things that were going on during that time?
3: We were trying to stop the commercial coming in.
0: Uh, Publix? Yes. The, that development? Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I mean, I think... I mean, we we know it's obviously there now, and, and so you, you weren't successful at stopping it, but you certainly got it mitigated. I know it was supposed to be three times the mm-hmm. size, and we could only imagine what that area would look like or our whole yeah. area would look like if that was 120 acres. <laughs> and
2: they tried to keep the architecture of it. Right. You know, in
0: a, mm-hmm. and, which, and you guys got a lot of... Um, A lot of things put in perpetuity that development orders have lasted i mean a lot of those changes that you guys fought for are still in development orders when new things are being built out here they have to follow certain things so i guess we owe owe a lot of thanks to you guys uh when it comes to that
2: mostly you and there were several i guess still here in the in your uh jupiter farms residence
0: they're yeah, some of them are still active, active. active. Yeah, I mean, uh, some people are active. Obviously, you know, Susan Kennedy is still is still there. I don't know if she was in on on that battle. I think mm-hmm. she might have been in college at that time, but I know she helped with yeah. all of the other preserved lands. And Lois Taylor's still around, fighting the good fight. And you yeah. know, we, well, I mean, that's it's the hard thing. We got to try and keep our our finger on the pulse of of what's going on county, and they don't necessarily always tell us. This is true, and so you don't want to be blindsided by that. I know at one time ninety five was supposed to come right through. Um, Jupiter oh. Farms Road. It was that was going to be where the intersection was, and um, and
1: thank you guys for that one because I that mean, you
2: weren't part of that, were you? Mm-mm. Just take credit. I was in. The just take I, credit, I was take credit in the for it.
1: You were in? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That 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 me, went on for think, quite a while.
2: Yes, it did. Yes, it did. And, it and couldn't they, have been easy, they was it state. cut right through the ranch and would have
1: separated the the farms,
0: and they would have just cut claimed it into, eminent mm-hmm. domain. And yeah, too bad, so sad. And
1: that that to me, I think is is, is one of the biggest. Changes that that you guys were able to make, because I, I if we were an intersection of a highway, I can't imagine being able to do all the other things that were exactly. And mitigated. you seen, I mean,
0: you've seen some great changes too. Not everything is just fighting off building. I mean, River, River Bend Park was a trailer park when you guys moved out here. Yeah, yeah, um, it was. Do you ever get an opportunity to go any to any of these places to enjoy them now? Oh, all the time. Do you? Mm-hmm. That's great. Hike in there every weekend if we can. That's wonderful. Sure. Yeah. So it's still a special place for you guys.
2: Oh yes. Oh it is. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. I don't live out here anymore cuz we we sold and moved to to a smaller place. Right.
0: But, and uh, do you, so what do you miss?
2: Oh my gosh, the quietness cuz we moved mm-hmm. into a an over 55 community but everybody is lives close together
0: and uh, zero lot lines. Yeah. And not quiet. And, oh, you, and you know what they're cooking? And for
2: they're nosy. A lot of old people live there. Yeah, they're, they're nosy. old people. Yeah, they're nosy.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I mean, I've I, I lived in you know New York, Los Angeles, Miami, and I told my wife, "You can bury me now because yeah. I don't want to move anywhere. I don't wanna, want to. It. I don't. You know, yeah. if I don't want to talk to my neighbors, I don't have to." Yeah, true. Um, excuse me, neighbors. I'm, I'm not curious. You, not you, not, not the ones you. that are listening. But um,
3: what I like is I sit out on the porch in the morning and I watch the birds.
0: I got in contact with both of you guys through Facebook. When you see some of the stuff that goes up on Facebook about people, oh, and they're coyotes, or, or I've got this bobcat. I mean, you guys were out here when there was a lot higher concentration of yeah. some of this wildlife. Coming out here from Boynton, coming out here fr- from, from in town, and all of a sudden, you've got to deal with what is getting into my whatever. And, and, yeah. and that had to have been amazingly frustrating and fun, looking back on it.
2: I tell you what, where you built... Mm-hmm. is a place, a little open place surrounded by palmettos That place was full of rattlesnakes. And one of my children got in there and we could hear him yelling from the house and Logan went running with a gun and Dwayne had six rattlesnakes surrounded him in this nest and he was throwing pine cones at them to keep them <laughs> coiled until Logan got there and they they didn't, did he shoot them? Not all six.
1: You <laughs> tried, though. Because
2: yeah. I like wildlife. But, that, but
1: there's
0: like wildlife. That's, that's where your house
2: is. <clears throat> At, right in that meadow, right in
3: So there. if anybody yeah. ever
0: says that, you know, you live on a snake pit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I've only
3: seen black snakes. Black oh yeah, racers. right. Mm-hmm. Racers,
0: yeah. <laughs> but I mean, oh, yeah. moving up here, you don't you don't know what necessarily is a good snake or a bad snake you oh, know, when you're when you're from some of these areas. Oh, from you know, when, mm-hmm. when you first move here, you're like just like it's a snake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a category yeah. of
1: scary things. Right, yeah.
0: exactly. You know, I I moved here and there's there's definitely a learning curve when you move to Jupiter Farms because wherever I lived, I turned on the water and I didn't think I didn't have a well. You had whatever water you had from the city or whatever, and you learn really quick that when your water goes bad, how to figure out how to work a well. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. otherwise you're not getting a shower that day or yeah, you're true, you know, true. D- doing all of that. And and that's, I think I embraced it. I think other people do come up here and they find it rather frustrating because yes. they, you know, we're, we're now the, the generation of we want it, we want it now, and we want it our way. Sorry if I just... You know, did a trademark on Burger King. But um, (laughs) we want it the easy way. But there is something nice about going to the feed store, getting getting the salt that you need for your softener and seeing Richie and just talking for a couple of minutes and what's new. Because before there was Facebook, before there was the Jupiter Farmer, it was talking at the fence and I guess talking at the ranch. People used to just hang out there and catch up. We don't do that anymore, at least the, the way I see it.
3: Do you know the origin origin of the Jupiter Farmer? I don't. I started it. Yep. Uh, We needed to raise funds for Jupiter Rural Residents, and I said with my daughter in law, "Why don't we do a newsletter?" The first newsletter was an eleven by seventeen folded in half. Wow! (laughs) (laughs) I still have a copy of it.
0: Oh, I would love to see. I'd love um, to see that. Like we should scan that, so we can have that digitally. You can.
3: And it was such a, such, so much interest in it that we were 40 pages in three months.
0: Wow. Wow. And did you direct mail it like they are today or did you just put them out at the ranch for people to take? No, we mailed it. We mailed it.
3: But we put labels on it. I remember sitting there putting labels <laughs> on all these 3,000.
1: there were 3,000.
0: a fun job. About, I think about 3, it started 000. out at 3,000. Okay. Because okay. I know there's about 45, 4,600 mm-hmm. residences out here now. So,
3: Well, I've. Done newspaper is my career. So I headed it up, and I sat there at a little tiny Macintosh, like this big, one of the first The old classics, yeah. Till 2 o'clock in the morning, getting this thing out. It became so popular. Like I say, by three months, we were doing 40 pages.
1: Wow. What was the content focused on back then, like the the first few editions? We interviewed people like uh,
3: Doc Whitney and uh, Richie at the store, and we did stories about local people. And it's gotten so that now it's just, um, you know. It's
0: it's not timely. I mean, anything that has to be disseminated timely now is going on Facebook or an email, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, which is unfortunate and fortunate. If I'm having trouble with county and I can send out an urgent email to our mailing list, because I need letters to be in by next Monday for something that the zoning board is doing, I can get them. You weren't able to do that back then. No, that's true. You know. And I think part of that is just because we now live in a twenty four hour news society. You know, we're used to getting our news when it happens, as it happens, pushed pushed to our phones, a, a running thing on the television. It's this constant absorption. Whereas you're a newspaper person. You remember when there was an early edition and a late edition? yes you know but there wasn't an early edition or a late edition of the Jupiter Farmer probably it was <laughs> no
1: I think there's
3: one a month one
1: a month I, I love think. the idea of stories of the, the people out here because that do you have a lot I, of copies like of that.
0: those old papers
3: I have the original. I don't know how many old copies I have.
0: I'll tell you whatever you could dig up. I would love to get so we can copy them and scan them. So because I know they're that's not something usually something
1: for posterity. Yeah, there, for posterity for the the and
0: there. And, and usually as we all know with newspapers, it's not printed on the highest quality of paper. So over time it degrades. So if we could yeah. get if we could get some of those, that would be wonderful.
1: I, I, I just want to hear the stories about the people now. because that's.
3: I'll I'll dig yeah. up what I can. I have so much stuff. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, you stuff have you have to dig them stuff out is overwhelming. Well, now you have a job. Dig, dig them out.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. You've got to get through the stuff in front of it. Because I'm I know sure you needed right. more to do.
0: <laughs> if I had to ask each of you what your fondest memory of Jupiter Farms is, could you answer it?
2: <laughs> oh, I think the treasure that's still hidden out here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so tell us <laughs> we, about this. We treasure. know where the treasure is. <laughs> tell, tell us the. T-
2: uh, Kids came home from playing out all over the place, and there was um, a road that had just recently been bulldozed in. And one of the kids came home, and he had he had a handful of silver coins. And I said, "Where in the world did you where'd you get that?" At? So so took me and showed me, and where the road had been bulldozed in, evidently the coins had been in little. Baby jars,
0: like baby food jars. Baby
2: food jars, and evidently, when the bulldozer ran over them, it cracked the jars and scattered the coins. So the top of this road, which which we know where it is, yeah.
1: but they're Don't not telling. Tell the well, we're not right. telling because
2: somebody doesn't want people with in metal, front of their metal house metal searching. Yeah. Anyway, um, it was just like covered with with coins, not just silver coins, but Indian head pennies. Quarters, um, nickels, foreign coins, but nothing that wasn't silver other than like the Indian head pennies and such. And so we got to looking around and we found a, a place where there were some jars concentrated in a certain place. And each jar would contain, now these are little baby jars, there might be one silver dollar or one half dollar, silver half dollar, a couple of silver quarters, and in another jar there might be a silver certificate, the paper mm-hmm. silver certificates. So as these little jars came to light one by one, we made a collection, and each child was allowed to go and do their own digging. We had a metal detector, do their own digging, and they kept, they were allowed to keep what they found. And it never amounted to more than I think the biggest thing they ever found was like $20 trade dollar or, or, or silver silver certificate or something. But in over time, it mounted up. But by the end of a few months, they'd covered everything that was close that you could find with a detector. And so they started digging down. And it, the pit got kind of big and kind of deep. I'd say probably four feet deep. And at the end, and at the end of um, when when we stopped it all, we'd had a huge rain, and the pit filled with water, and we could reach down and feel the jars, but you couldn't get them up because the suction pulled it out of your hand. And the last jar we brought up or tried never got it to the top had had a paper bill in it of some kind. So and still, it slipped from our hands here. and went to the bottom.
0: It's still out here. I, I, so I'd say it is, folks. If you ever see Sandra and Catherine out there with you know miners' headlights and <laughs> and, a, and a metal detector, you'll know. There you go. That that, that they're still looking for it. Yeah. Do you remember what dates were on the coins? Like Nothing how?
2: later than sixty three.
0: Well, it was all earlier than 63? It was
2: all silver. There was right. There were none of the quarters that were had the metal alloy or anything with them. It oh, was all earlier than 63, except the foreign coins and the Indian head pennies, right. the silver coins.
0: Sandra, what did you do with your, your cut of the stash?
2: I never got it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well.
0: no, nope, never got it. That's a great story.
2: Yeah.
1: It makes you wonder who put them there. And it, it had it to be just, somebody's
2: little collection. Of some sort, and where it was buried was it was like a, a little open meadow surrounded by so save
3: a couple of coins,
1: throw them in a jar, and put them in the stash. I guess. Yeah, that's interesting. I that's interesting. And my son
3: got out there with a metal detector, and he never could find anything
1: else.
2: Nope. He
3: was nope, probably in cahoots with
1: Catherine to And, and it. you know, these <laughs> kids
2: still have it. They'd go home at night and they'd catalog those coins and put them in the little coin saver <laughs> things, and. Carl still has his really, really. Oh yeah, they they still have them, and That's they marked them with treasure. Some money now, if they're all silver. Oh.
0: Yeah, they really are. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah.
2: got quite a collection.
0: That's a great memory, yeah. though.
2: It is a good memory. That's one of my favorites. That's fun. Yeah, mine too. Even though I had no,
0: <laughs> she had no profit
1: on it. But <laughs> no sorry, profit. Sandra. Well, what was well, one? Of, what was one of your favorite?
3: At Burt Reynolds, I used to have horse shows, and riding in those, I enjoyed that. That
1: must have been fun, huh? Because
3: hmm. yeah. they had. I had this big, ugly old horse, Aww. Dusty. He was ugly, mm. but he could do barrels like nothing, and
2: and he was seventeen hands. We were good. Yeah, <laughs> we were good. We rode in those. We rode yeah. in those gymkhana's. Every one of them.
3: Yeah, but he
1: he hit those barrels like psh, no room in between. Yeah. yeah, that's great. And I'm curious too. What what's one of you've seen a lot of progress? Like you mm-hmm. said when you came in there was no there wasn't a road to get to your house. No. What are some of the things that when they happened you went, Wow, this is gonna make life a little easier?
2: Well, I think when concurrency came in and we were required to have parks and all those things that make up concurrency. This park that they that, that we're sitting in right now, when okay. that was developed, I was just awestruck. Really? It's was wonderful.
0: Gave a, a sense of community that wasn't I, here before.
2: Indeed, and you know oh. Graham Hulls, does a lot of um, research on this. I imagine you'll have him on some of
3: these
0: Absolutely. times. Absolutely, oh, he's yeah. yeah. sure such will. a wealth of oh, information. Oh, information. Oh, yeah, unbelievable. And I mean, we're talking when we talk history, Graham. We're oh, going that, back that's to the, the one you the want to talk to. history. He
2: goes, he goes back from day one.
3: Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
2: He wrote a book, and he gave me a copy
3: of it.
0: That's great. You know it. it one of the things that I, I obviously were, this is only audio, so people can't see it, but when you walked in and you had seen each other, how how many years has it been since oh, you? Oh,
2: 30? Maybe.
3: Maybe. I see you once in a while sitting in your real estate office. Really? Yeah, but I don't. You don't come stick
1: in. your head in. It's not very neighborly. <laughs> no, I don't. It's going to be <laughs> well, a you rumble. You should.
2: Everybody else does.
1: I think she I think she might now. But when when the two ladies walked in, they said it's gotta be thirty, forty years since they've seen oh, yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. And no one can see this but us. There are the cutest little twinkles in your both of your eyes when you think of something, especially when the nudist colony would be strange. Oh that was
2: fun. I thought you didn't. That, that, oh, from what the nudist she colony allowed, allowed, allowed us, there. Allowed, were you there that night when Bill Bill um, Taylor, no, Bill Taylor. Taylor was running for the county commissioner, and he gave his um, his campaign speech. They loaned us their meeting room.
1: Did he <laughs> have to give the speech nude? No. Oh, okay. We I were all dressed. He was dressed, we were dressed, I didn't know but it was
2: funny. Are. He was in the middle of the speech, and he was a very good speaker, he had a great, great message. And down the center aisle, just like down through there, walked one of the nudists. He was an exhibitionist, had his towel slung over his shoulder, naked as jay, but right proud of himself he was. <laughs> and walked right down there, and everybody just laughed. And Bill Bill Taylor says, that's a tough act to follow.
1: <laughs>
2: he, yes, that, but the nudists were great to us. They allowed us to use their facilities that meeting hall we had nothing mm-hmm. to where was
1: this in the in the farm 130th
0: this is the, camp, the campground right yes on the 130th. campground yeah.
1: okay yeah. I didn't know mm-hmm. they had now their, I know yeah so um, when I was a kid the rule was when the streetlights came on mm-hmm. get home but out here there were no streetlights so right. what did what was the rule for your kids be you know be home by
2: uh, it was kind of you know it's this when it got dusk, dusk yeah they would come home but the oldest boy Dwayne had a he had a, a, a motor, a cart with motor in it, and he, he would take his little brother, Carl, mm-hmm. on that cart, and he'd take him just as far into the farms as he could, as he could get, to, and and he'd put him off, <laughs> and he'd come home without him. He would come home without him, and of course. There'd be some trouble, but Carl said the first time he did that, he said I stood there and cried. He was about five years old. He said I stood there and cried, and he said then I found out if I waited long enough, he'd come back and get me because you were going to yell at him. Oh,
1: go get your brother. uh, Uh Oh
2: yeah, Yeah. but that's a favorite memory. Yeah, they were mean little kids. eh? They were kids. They were. I didn't mean you. <laughs> well, and
0: you I probably didn't don't didn't even know the half of it. Right? Next to you, uh, oh no, no. Right. And that's just what you know.
3: That's that's what that's I know. Oh my know. God, those are the things I know. <laughs> oh, I have found out things about my kids that
1: <sighs> I confessed in my forties. I think to my mother about a few Aww. of the things I did, and I just said it'll, it will ruin her if she ever hears all of it. I don't know so... what
0: y'all are talking about. I was an angel. Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: Oh, right, angel. but that was yeah. The kids had a good time growing up.
0: Oh, I'm sure. They had a lot of freedom. Well, now, when a, when somebody moved out here, and you saw that you know maybe a, a lot was purchased, and, or somebody was building, what was your reaction to that years ago? Was it great? We're getting a new neighbor, or was no. it? Oh man, somebody else has found us out.
2: Yeah, yeah. We kind of hands off, arms length. Until we found out it was kind of nice to go up and introduce yourself and made wonderful friends
0: yeah ladies I, I can't thank you enough for coming and and sharing your memories with us because this is stuff that people won't know they won't hear unless they hear it here you know that this is this is stuff that you can't find anywhere you can't read it anywhere and sure. um, and it's just lovely and charming and you guys are lovely and charming. And thank, thank you. you so much for thank joining you.
2: us. <laughs> I, and think- I enjoyed it.
0: All right, so we're at the end of another episode of the Jupiter Farms Residence Podcast. Remember, coming up this month, Sunday, May 5th, Talking Trash at 8 a.m. at Jupiter Farms Park Pavilion. Remember, this is a special Sunday edition. Usually it's on Saturday. Also, Tuesday, May 14th, Jupiter Farms Residence meeting at the pavilion at 7 p.m. at Jupiter Farms Park. This month, we'll be playing healthy bingo with a primary care physician who will be discussing the ins and outs of choosing and visiting your primary care physician. That meeting will also be Sponsored by Rob Styles of Humana Health. Thursday, May 16th, the wicked Board of Supervisors meeting is at seven PM at the Jupiter High School. Also, this year, four spots on the Jupiter Farms residents board of directors are up for election. Nominations were opened at the April meeting and they close at the May meeting. So there are still a few weeks left to toss your name in the ring. Voting takes place at the Jupiter Farms annual meeting on June 11th. So if what Jupiter Farms residents does interests you and you have the time and energy, think about running for a two-year term. You may be nominated at a meeting or via email before the meeting. Just let us know. So there you go. That's a lot of information, but luckily you can rewind and listen to it all over again. Once again, folks, thanks for listening to the Jupiter Farms residents podcast and be sure you hit that subscribe button. So you'll be notified when a new episode releases and please share it with your neighbors and friends our thanks to david guggenheim at someone talked media for his direction and engineering and our thanks to you for streaming and listening to the jupiter farms residence podcast take care and we'll be speaking at you again real soon from the farms so say goodbye everybody bye, bye. all right so it's another end of another episode here at jupiter farms bye bye Give me the goodbye one more time. Take good take good care, and we'll be speaking to you again before too long from the farm. So say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. goodbye. One more time, sorry. You are kidding I, we me. We just do it, goodbye. Just, it, it just distorted, so. Goodbye. There we I'm go. Waving. Third time. Waving chance. is good. Waving is great. You've got a face for radio, my mother used to say. <laughs> and we'll talk to you soon. And um, I hope your new found fame on the Jupiter Farms Residence podcast doesn't go to your head. Yes, with all your fans. Yeah,
1: oh, know they what, know
3: me well. About I don't that. even know what a podcast is, so I, I don't either. I don't.
2: I technology is like up oh, here I'm as lost. Far, I'm so. lost. And yes, you'll have to fix my phone
1: before I leave. We, we put her. We put. Her, yeah, we'll take you out. We're we good, David. Mode.
0: We're good. Perfect. <laughs> this has been a production of someone dot